Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. My message for today is entitled, Innovation and Multiple Streams of Income. Innovation and multiple streams of income. If you have been following the discussion in the media for some time now in our part of the world, there's been a lot of labor agitation from people who want more money, people who believe that their salaries should be more. And one very important phrase that has gained grounds in these discussions is the two words, single spine. And there is a strong belief that once you get onto that single spine, your salary will be adequate to take care of your needs. But not too long ago, I met people who were on the single spine and they still wanted more money. And so the single spine will seem not to be the panacea for all the financial needs of people. In this discussion on innovation and multiple streams of income, my focus will be on how to help you think differently, approach opportunity differently, and through that, generate additional income or more income than you ordinarily will generate. Innovation has been described as doing things differently or doing the same thing in a different way but I find that if you describe innovation as doing the same thing you've done in a different way, if I waste the company's time by sleeping and I start wasting the company's time by watching films, that is also innovation. And so the definition I would like to use for innovation is translating an idea into a service that creates value or for which customers will pay. Translating an idea into a service that creates value or for which customers will pay. I've highlighted some words in yellow. And if I, I put a prefix of the, the word if and ask you to read only the words in yellow, what would it be? Let's read. Let's start with if and read only the words in yellow. What would it say? If an idea creates value, customers will pay. If you are thinking of starting your own business, if you are thinking of creating wealth, if you are thinking of dominating in the financial space, don't forget this quote. If an idea creates value, customers will pay. What is multiple streams of income? It's simply generating income from different sources. It is obvious that if you have income coming from different streams, your risk is minimized, your opportunities are expanded, and as they say in financial language, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. When you meet hardcore entrepreneurs, 
you find out that they always are trying to start something new that can bring them some more money. Some of them are serial entrepreneurs. They never get satisfied with initiating projects, concepts, ideas, themes, and businesses. So, it is my desire that through those presentations, some of you will be stretched to begin to see different spaces in which you can operate as a person. In fact, even for those of you in school who are not yet working, I can tell you this, that growing up, we are allowed to only say, I want to become a lawyer, or I want to become a doctor, or one of the big ones in those days. There were some today that were never mentioned. They didn't even exist in those days. Now, today, in our sessions with teenagers that we call teenpreneurship, we instruct, encourage, and open their eyes to multiple career options. And so somebody can say, I want to become a banker, a journalist, and a social advocate. Somebody says, I want to become a pilot, a broadcaster, and an author. And somebody said, I want to become a doctor and a first lady. And I said, wow. <laughs> Interesting combinations. But that's what it's all about. Opening up our minds to new possibilities. Now, if we talk about multiple streams of income, my question is this. Would you prefer a single spine or multiple streams? Would you prefer one river or many streams? Let me borrow a biblical verse from Genesis 2 verse 10, which says, And a river went out from Eden and watered the garden, and from there it was parted and it became four streams. Let's say together, one river, four streams. One more time. It is possible for somebody to have come into this conference with one river. But by virtue of the knowledge, understanding, exposure that you would have received in this conference, you would live here with that one river having broken into four streams, four different opportunities to earn income. For that to happen, you need to know some income generation options available to anyone thinking about adding one more stream to your single spine. So, just to familiarize ourselves with options available, let me say that some of them are, one, a savings and financial investment. Whatever you do, whether you are a student, a professional, a corporate executive, a business person, or whatever, in addition to working for money, you must have some money that is also working for you. The good thing about that is that whether you are asleep or awake, the money is working. And there are several investment houses, several investment options available for somebody to put aside some money. It is recommended that everyone, in addition to what you put away religiously as your tithe, also put away a certain fixed amount as an investment. You say to yourself, I put 10% away as my tithe. I put 10% away as my savings and investment. Some say I put away 
for contingency. Sometimes some troubles can come from somewhere. You say, ah, where did this one to come from? And you have to pay. Whether you plan for it or not, you have to pay. And then you live off the 70 or if you are doing 10, 10, 80, off the 80 and you will not die. If the 100 is not enough, the 72 will not be enough and you will survive. But the good thing about investment is that it ensures that if you are poor today, you will not be poor tomorrow. The other one is commercialization of your talent. One of the things that we have not taught enough in our, our regular educational curriculum is talent development and talent commercialization. I want to tell you this. Some of the highest paid people in the world are people who use their talent. Maximus is using his talent. Jela is using her talent. Yoni who came up and spoke has a talent in speaking from his childhood. He's a glorified talkative. And he earns millions of dollars from talking. What are you doing with your talents? We have a book called The Five Talent Mentality. It shows that some take their talent, multiply it, and earn income from it. Others to look at their talent like a picture. It's nice. And do nothing about it. May you not be in the second category. The third option is real estate or infrastructure. You build something. You buy something that is um, of value. And that will be there in the long term. That has the capacity or potential of being resold or which can increase in value over the years. The fourth one is partnership. Where you have the money but you don't have the skill. And so somebody else has a skill, so you partner with them, you become like an angel investor. You put your money in, they do the work, your investment goes in, and then you partner. That one, the main thing you will need is a very solid legal advice in putting together the partnership agreement. The fifth one is publishing. I'm talking about publishing works in general, relating to publishing of art, publishing of music, publishing of books, etc., etc., and so, if you have any of these abilities, don't just glorify or glory in the fact that you know how to do them. Go beyond that to actually think of how to earn income from publishing these works. Now, the exciting thing about this is that in today's social media-driven world, you don't necessarily have to publish their book physically. There are people who are launching books on Facebook and publishing them on Amazon without printing one single copy. It's possible. Technology has enabled us to go into spaces that hitherto will give the main excuse people always give. I don't have money. Today, you don't need money. You need ideas, technology, and understanding. The sixth one is online services. And I'm going to box online servicing services with mobile telephony and say, in all you're doing, Find a way to engage technology. In fact, I can, I can tell you that globally, the fast-growing companies, the new emerging job opportunities, several things that are happening are happening in the online space, the technological space, the mobile, the mobile space. Here in Africa, mobile telephony penetration is frightening way above 
what exists in, even in the developed developing sorry in the developed economies what that means is this if you design concepts themes and ideas that run on mobile telephony it may give you a persua but the sheer numbers and consistency allows you to gain grounds and achieve your aspirations the last but one is passive or royalty income that is a general description for anything you do that will bring you money even if you are not physically working listen when a landlord has a house he can go abroad he can be here every month the rent will come if an author has been engaged by a publishing house perpetuity throughout their lives and even to their descendants they will earn royalties for their work think of something you can do that will bring you royalty income the last one that i would put as a base in all your efforts at world creation is life insurance and i'm sure you will smile when i say that because trust me you don't want to climb to the seventh floor and calamity brings you back to the first floor so as you lay the blocks of your life ensure that you don't slip back to where you started from and one of the things that blocks your fall is life insurance for you to generate multiple streams of income you need to think as they say outside the box now what is that box how do you think outside it the box represents rigidity stiffness darkness one-way perception inflexibility if there's a word like that and several times we find ourselves boxed into one way of looking at life and so when we interface with new opportunities we are unable to grasp them to think outside the box is to think creatively unrestrained or unimpeded by orthodox constraints when a person is thinking outside the box he or she thinks everything is possible when a person is thinking outside the box what you don't see he or she can see it what are some of the orthodox constraints that prevent us from achieving our dreams there are a lot when you say i am going to become a multi-million or multi-billion dollar ceo one day my student friends what do your friends say what do people say pardon you are too known what else pardon they laugh what else pardon you are not normal you are daydreaming what else you are joking it is normal for people to react that way when you try to break out of the mold indeed the biggest barrier to your thinking outside the box is your own fears your own limitations self-imposed limitations listen to the radio today and when you open the phone lines and the government and this and that and this look much as we think our governments can do more one of the fundamental things we want to do at springboard is to create a sense of independence you can do something yourself we will continue to advocate for better policies but we are looking for individuals who are strong 
creative, ambitious, and independent who don't blame others for their own inaction. So, thinking inside the box is the opposite of thinking outside the box. What are some of the signs that you are thinking inside the box? Number one, when you say, there is nothing in my area. You know, we've just been traveling around the country six weeks non-stop. We've been to some of the remotest parts of this country. And one of the common barriers to achievement is when people say, as for this our region, there's nothing here. I said to somebody yesterday, oh, it was this morning on the radio, I was speaking with somebody and I said, create opportunity and get partners and sponsors to make it happen. He said, this region, no sponsors. Somehow, somehow, people place barriers in front of you when you mention opportunity in particular regions. You are thinking inside the box. I can give you numerous examples of amazing achievements as we've traveled around the country in places that you say, how could he or she have done this in this so-called poor region? Name them. Name Fountain Gate Chapel and the educational complexes built by Reverend Isudanaba in Bogatanga. You say, how could he? Look at the Beige Village and Golf Resort built by Mike Nineku in New Ebrim, somewhere in the bushes. You say, how could he? And they say, nothing good comes out of my region. I know it. Number two, nobody has done this before. <laughs> you mention something, say, nobody has done it before. Or it can't be done. If nobody has done it before, guess what? Then you are the first. In the power mentoring session, one young man said, he's doing a course. It's a new course on disability management and so on. Nobody has done it before. Stand up. Where where are you? You are speaking to Jerry. Where, Where is he? Come on. Where is he? All right. You're doing a course. Oh, stand up, stand up, stand up. Stand up. Uh Uh-huh. I thought, okay, so you are doing a course. Nobody has done it before. Do you know what that means? You are a pioneer. You can be a consultant. You can do things nobody has talked about before. You can set up an NGO. And wherever you go, when you talk about this thing, this thing is generating serious debate and serious resources globally. So instead of seeing it as a disadvantage, see yourself as the first mover. By the time others come, you are gone. Third one, I work for someone. The company is not my own. I do not believe that if you are lazy whilst you are working for someone, if you get your own company, suddenly you become diligent. These things are habitual. If you are lazy as an employee, you will be lazy as an employer. If you are dishonest as an employee, you will be dishonest as an employer. Your behavior as an employee is a foretaste of things to come. Inculcate the right habits. When you are working for somebody, give the person your best as you would if you were working for yourself. The next one, my salary is not enough. I agree. Just show me one person whose salary is enough. The rich man wants more money. The poor man wants more money. The government wants more money. Even the World Bank wants more money. Everybody wants more money. Number five. 
I have a respectable degree. That is the one I can stand the most. Friends, I, am, I urge you to add on as many degrees as you can. But I want to add one word to your degree, and that's the word functionality. Don't tell me about your law degree. You come and you are given a chance to intern with Colendi, Fable, and Ponce and Co. And you are working, and they give you a case, a, 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 an assignment, briefcases, do this and prepare this brief. And you come prepare it, and you are reminding us that you got a first class at undergrad. What has the first class got to do with the solution? I always say, if you are a graduate nurse and there is an emergency and you are standing there confused, shaking like a leaf, and a community health nurse walks in and can decipher the situation, analyze it, prescribe solutions, take control, and direct affairs and solve the problem, take your degree away. Tell somebody functionality. The last barrier to thinking outside the box is to say, why global? Everything is here. There is no problem. Why are you even talking about going global? We are here in Ghana. All my friends are in Ghana. My work is in Ghana. If you can't see what we are seeing, then you are blind. If you can't see what is driving this debate, I tell you something. Today, every major company that advertises a job opportunity, the competition comes from several different countries at the same time. People, and sometimes you don't even have to advertise. You will get a very well-crafted CV and submission from somebody in a country far away, 10,000 kilometers away. Sometimes they are even willing to pay their own plane fare to come for interview. In fact, these days, they don't even have to come. Interviews are being held via Skype. Our last interview we were doing for one of the companies on whose board I serve. The candidate was in Canada. I was interviewing in Ghana. The second interviewer was in South Africa. What are you talking about? It's global already. It's too late. And so, some time ago, there was something called a stenographer secretary. Very famous name. And every young lady, every young man will go to secretarial school and say, I want to become a stenographer secretary grade 2. Today, where is stenographer? And where is the secretary? The man is tweeting, typing the thing on his phone, on his device, and then, then, closing the deal, signing on his device. Where is the secretary? Today, the peers that are being used have skills that are markedly different from what secretaries used to provide. Listen, it's finished. Where is the Polaroid camera? You take a picture and you shake it like this. Some time ago, they say, breaking news. And then, Joy FM will break the news. And they will be reporting from the location. My name is Rafiq Salam. Wah. Then he breaks the news. Today, they say, it has happened on the Hawaii road and we have Mr. XYZ who was on the bus. Mr. XYZ has a phone. It has internet connectivity. It has video and um, facilities on it. He's taking his own shots. He's posting them direct on multi-TV, on CNN, anywhere. He doesn't need a journalist. 
and he picks a phone and he's calling Joy FM and he's reporting live from the location. Has he been to journalism school? No. So if your radio business model is still relying on the old school, you are lost. So this global discussion is not optional. It is compulsory. How do you see opportunity? Let me leave you with 10 keys. I call them David's strategic keys to innovation and opportunity. And let me emphasize that these keys are all found in this book, The Turning Point, and also in the book, Personal Branding. These two books have these themes clearly enumerated in them. But they borrow from the encounter between David and Goliath. And from the business strategy perspective, outlines 10 things that are involved when you are strategically introducing an innovation and seizing an opportunity. These are your 10 keys. Number one, master your main task. You want to create multiple streams, but the first and the main thing you are doing, be a master at it. You, the first job you have been given, you are not excelling and you say, I want to create multiple streams. No. Be the master in your field. If you are a teacher and you want to become an author, if you are a poor teacher, when you write a book, nobody will buy it. And you can't force students by saying, if you don't buy my book, I will mark you down. That's, that is dishonest and criminal. If you are a good lecturer and your book is good, you don't have to use question. People will travel to come and buy the book. So, master your main task. The original assignment given to you, be a master. Master your talent. David was good at the sling. He made sure in that field, you can't match him. He was good at looking after the sheep so well that even if a lion or a bear comes, his commitment means he must fight the lion and fight the bear. Master your main assignment. Number two, scan the environment. Everywhere you go, look out for opportunities. Scan the environment. What's going on here? What are the key things? He went to deliver food to his brothers. After he left the food at the supply depot, he said, oh, let me look around and see. Who knows? Tell somebody who knows. Some of you travel to a town, you travel to a place, you do what you are doing there and leave. You don't ask any question. you don't look around, nothing. Scan the environment. Like a scanner, you are looking around to and fro, seeing what opportunities you might see or take. Number three, observe trends. Trends are repetitive patterns. They happen over and over and over again. Observe trends. The train passes at 5.45 every day. People normally buy the most between 12 and 12.45. So if you are building a restaurant, you know that's a time when all the waiters must be at post. In the month of August, that's where I do the most sales. Why? Oh, because people are about to reopen school. You must know the trends. David found out that every morning, this 10-foot giant comes to stand there and insults the people all day. And he also observed that whenever the man comes, 
Before he comes, the Israeli soldiers are saying, Choboy, Choboy. When the man comes, <laughs> then they start going back in fear. He observed the trend. Number four, when everyone else saw a problem, he saw an opportunity. Listen, the richest people in this world, those who have built great businesses, are people who see problems as opportunity. I was talking yesterday to the founder and executive chairman of Zoom Lion, and I just couldn't help appreciating the man's tenacity. Because after building this company that took rubbish and turned it into gold, he's built several more companies and is still dreaming about new ones. They call that tenacity. So, see problems as opportunities. Number five, ask questions. He said, what will be given to the one who will kill this giant? Ask questions. How much are people willing to pay if I give them door-to-door service? If I wash their cars for them whilst they are parked in the office, and when they close, they drive home a freshly washed car, will they be willing to pay something like three cities? Ask questions. And you know, because of our cultural tendency towards discouraging questions, when you start asking questions, people will be like, oh... I know something. It's not new. It was there in the time of David. His own brother, who was running away from Goliath, came and said, Ah, I know you. You are a troublemaker. You have come from the house just to come and spy the war and cause trouble. Go away. You know, I like what he did. He didn't argue with his brother. He didn't insult him. He left him and went to the next person and asked the same question. Asking questions is part of research. Who? When? What? Which? Why? Whom? Africa. If we will create solutions that are global, we must ask questions. And not accept things just because the world says we are who we are. Who made us who we are? Who defined us like that? We are a strong people. We would live out our dreams and we will make our mark. Ask questions. Number six, refuse to be discouraged. Every innovation will face barriers. Financial barriers, sociocultural barriers, emotional barriers, personal discouragement. But as Kamala rightly said in the video presentation, David encouraged himself in the Lord. When you are boxed in the corner, remember that every successful person goes through a period in your life when no friend will be available. It is part of your growth and maturity to go through some phases in your life alone. You battle it alone, you struggle alone, and then you break through. Refuse to be discouraged. Persistence. Tenacity. Strength of character, patience. Number seven, get the king's attention. That's about advertising. If you are doing something, no man lights a lamp and puts it under a table. Make it known. 
Sometimes you know how to do something, but you don't talk about it, you don't promote it, and somebody else gets some opportunity and some business and some contract, and you know you are ten times better than the person, and you are lamenting. But you know, in life, the best people don't always get the opportunity. So if you are good and you don't advertise it, don't blame nobody. Get the king's attention. They say, as he kept asking the questions, somebody mentioned it to the king. As you keep putting out what you have, somebody will, you will catch a stakeholder's attention. You will catch a decision maker's attention. My friends, I want to reiterate something that was said earlier on in the presentation on social media and say it's not a joke. Social media is currently one of the most powerful platforms for making yourself known. It's not for food. It's not just for entertainment. It's for serious career development, networking, leveraging, publicity, promotion. And like everything, some are using it for the real purpose, others are abusing it. Number eight, when you get the king's attention, Present your solutions or value proposition. That talks about presentation skills. Presentation skills. If you want to succeed in life, you need to know how to present what you have. When you get the king's attention and they say, Hey, young man, what can I do for you? In one minute, in two minutes, you must be able to distill all your abilities into a sharp, focused clear presentation that will make them say you know something there are several generals here but something tells me that you the small boy 17 years you can do it my young friends learn how to present yourself learn presentation skills develop them practice in front of the mirror laugh at yourself sometimes but continue practicing number nine when you get one chance one chance i'm sure yoni kolende will tell you some of the big opportunities he's gotten in life out of doing one good case that almost seemingly came accidentally it was not even originally planned for you but the person made a mistake you know life is like that the person who has rehearsed for the thing Independence Square, 6th March. The person who has rehearsed for the song suddenly falls sick and they call and say, can you try? Eh. You have suffered for 10 years and the window has opened. This book, Turning Point, simply says when that window opens in that moment, don't lose concentration. Don't make no mistake. Come on, Strike! So that they don't call you again, that one strike will leave an indelible mark and open several more doors to you. When you get one single opportunity to meet an accomplished person, Amma, you're welcome. Good to see you. An accomplished person, please put your hands together for the CEO of IPMC. When you get that one chance to present yourself to an accomplished person, don't stand there and start stammering. You don't know what to say. 
you didn't rehearse before but the only way you can seize your moment is if you were preparing ahead of time and looking out for that moment when you do that when you excel when you rise to the occasion then you can harvest the rewards and if you are following that story in first samuel 17 it says he was told that number one you will marry the king's daughter number two your whole family will not pay tax three you will eat at the king's table the benefits of innovation the benefits of seizing your opportunity can be relational they can be logistical they can be financial they can come in different directions i am convinced that somebody in this conference is headed for the top i am convinced that somebody in this conference is about to come up with an innovation that will generate enough income to take you through your life and leave a legacy for your children's children i am convinced that somebody in this conference will start something right here in your locality that will go global in nature beyond your region beyond your country beyond your continent all across the world somebody will build something that would outlive you somebody will create multiple streams of income there will be hard times there will be challenges there will be difficulties but let me tell you something enjoy the journey when you make mistakes learn from them smile about them pick yourself up and keep moving five years from now ten years from now you will not just be a participant you'll be standing on this stage telling your story to others and encouraging them to live out their dreams god richly bless you all thank you for listening to springboard zone an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233 you may also subscribe to Amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed.